Hello everyone, welcome back to Couples Connect. I believe that you are doing great and getting better in your relationship. Thank you for listening. Please share with your contacts as well. In the last episode, I discussed managing sexual conflicts in marriage. I talked about areas of sexual conflicts in marriage and how to manage them. If you are here to listen to this, uh, please do so and you won't regret. In this episode, I will be discussing submission in marriage. Submission in marriage. Recognize that this is a touchy subject. Um, interestingly, even though uh, most times people cite it from the Bible, it has gained various interpretations according to people's cultural dispositions and without proper biblical backing. A wide subject that I may not be able to handle in one episode. Therefore, this would be the introductory episode. Okay, recognizing that leverage uh, biblical principles to discuss marriage issues, my conversation on the subject will be closely tied to biblical references. The focus of this episode is to establish certain understandings about the subject of submission in marriage. Let me begin by giving this uh, related dictionary definition of the word submission and then what it means to submit according to the dictionary. Okay, submission is an act of submitting while to submit is consenting to abide by the opinion or authority of another. Okay, so we can say that submission in marriage is consenting to abide by the opinion or authority of your spouse. So, so when you have when you get married to someone, you are consenting to abide by their opinion. The next point right now, what submission in marriage is not. Let me say I believe that submission in marriage is not dumb. It's not being dumb, just moving about, just saying oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Not it's not servanthood. It's not being inferior, docile. It's not degrading. It doesn't put people down. It's not a sign of weakness. In fact, submission in marriage, I dare say, is a sign of strength uh, because it requires a great degree of personal strength of character to submit in marriage. It's not subjugation. And it's not blooding it over someone. Okay, um, it's not based on coercion, but they are coerced to be submitting, and so you are under the person's uh, under the person's foot, as it were. Okay, I just thought to mention these things because you see people just using in the name of submission to do certain things in the marriage relationship and we have not learned it to be so according to the word of God. Okay, the next point is that submission depicts the spiritual significance of marriage. Submission depicts the spiritual significance of marriage. So, um, firstly, Apostle Paul compares the marriage relationship as relationship between Jesus and the church. 
Jesus demonstrates love by dying. So, so where Jesus is like the heart, so to speak, love by wife, the church. And then you now see that the church worships Jesus today, okay, as his beloved. It's, it's like the lover and the beloved, okay? So in that same manner, the husband ought to demonstrate sacrificial love towards the wife while the wife submits to him as the head, okay? Secondly, we find diversity within unity in both the three-in-one bond of the Trinity and in the one flesh union between a husband and his wife. So you see, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit are fully equal in the sense that all three are God. At the same time, there is a certain hierarchy in their unity. So you, you hear Jesus talk about, I am my Father, are one. Talking about his equality with God. You know, but he still takes instruction from God. He said, I do nothing of my own. Of what I hear, I do. Okay? The relationship is not master-servant relationship. So in the oneness of the husband and wife, there's a hierarchy of the husband's headship. You know, God gave that hierarchy. Husband is the head. Though the personality of the spouses is of equal significance in marriage, the wife is to accept the divine authority of the man as the husband. Okay? The next point is that women and men have equal worth. So where we ended the first one, we're starting this one. Both have equal worth. Okay, scripture testifies of the quality of husband and wife in terms of their person and value in the sight of God. Their person and value in the sight of God. In Christ, there is no male, no female. Apostle Paul teaches this in Galatians 3.28. Also in 1 Peter 3 verse 8, the Bible shows that both are equal partakers of God's grace. So, it's not that the the man received God's grace, the, the wife did not receive it. You received God's grace and not gave to the wife. No. Both are equal partakers of God's grace. 1 Peter 3, 8. Now, notice also that at creation, God made them male and female. And when he was going to declare blessing, Genesis 1, 28, he blessed them. He blessed them. Okay? He blessed them. Therefore, while discussing submission in Ephesians chapter 5, the Bible did not make it one-sided. It's clearly role-based. Okay? So, let's look at that. In the New Living Translation version of the Bible, makes it easier to comprehend. Ephesians chapter 5, the first place, verse 21, says, And further, submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Submit to one another out of reverence for Christ. Okay? Now verse 22, it says, For wives, this means submit to your husbands as the Lord. For a husband is the head of his wife as Christ is the head of the church. You see that? He is the savior of his body, the church. As the church submits to Christ, so your you wives should submit to your husbands in everything. Okay, to your husbands. Okay, as the 
church submits to Christ. Now verse 25, remember we said in verse 21, submit to one another. In, in verse 22, he said, for wives, this is how it should be. In verse 25, now he said, for husbands, this means love your wives. That means you submit to one another. For wives, this is what it means, verse 22, submit to your husband as the head. For husbands, it's the same submission means love your wives. Just as Christ loved the church, he gave up his life for her to make her holy and clean, washed by the cleansing of God's word. He gave up his life for her. That was intentional. Okay? He did this to present her to himself as a glorious church without a spot or wrinkle or any other blemish. Instead, she would be holy and without fault. In the same way, husbands ought to love their wives as they love their own bodies. For a man who loves his wife actually shows love for himself. Okay? Okay, so each spouse is designed to submit to the other within the context of their roles. The man loving sacrificially, the woman submitting um, to the husband as the head. Just the way um, Jesus and the church relates. Okay? The next point is women and men are also intrinsically different. You see? Now, this point is about the fact that a man is wired differently from the woman. The man is what it was John Gray that wrote a book. Men are from uh, uh, Mars, women are from Venus. Okay. Um, this point speaks to the way each gender responds to issues, including the subject of submission. They respond to it the way they are wired. That is it. You see that everyone God designed for you to do it this way, and then they respond to it the way they are wired. Um, generally speaking, these two sexes have different needs for love and respect. Men need to be to feel respected by their wives, and women need to feel loved by their husbands. That's just the way they are. Okay, look at it again. A man appears wired to give. The woman appears wired to receive. Note that I said appears, okay, but because it can go both ways. Okay, but when you look at the nature of the sex organs and even the process of conception. You see that it appears the man is supposed to give and the man, the woman receives. The woman receives the egg. Okay? The man's organ is positioned to give to the, to the woman's organ also. Okay? So you look at you look at it from that place. Look at, look at the way they are wired. And another thing, the man chases or woos the woman by showing affection as the woman responds by receiving affection, it's just the way it is. Okay? Also recognize that it's mostly the man who proposes relationship while the woman considers and accepts or rejects. Okay? So he's asking me out. He has proposed for me to marry and things like that. It's usually the man who starts the conversation. Okay? So, the woman... Many times, um, tends towards feeling, and the, the man tends towards analyzing, analytical. Okay, so that's just the way they are wired. So, and this explains why Paul in Ephesians five thirty three 
specifically tells husbands to love their wives and wives to respect their husbands because this is the way they are. The man expects rest. A lot simply has to do with the unique natures of the male and female. Of course, you see, God wants both husbands and wives to treat their wives with love and respect, to their spouses with love and respect. Okay, so when the Bible says that wives should respect their husbands, it assumes that such respect will be based on love. It will be based on love. And when the husband is asked to love their wives, it takes for granted that a disrespectful love is not even love at all. So <laughs> it is somebody who is receiving love that um, uh, will just naturally show respect. So it's two ways. His, his expectation is that he's working both ways. So in essence, if each person lives according to their wiring, there is there will be balance. The differences in wiring show that both are meant to complement each other. Each person plays their role without feeling or acting superior to the other. Okay? Uh, when a Christian husband and wife learn how God has wired them to complement each other in mutual submission, they reflect the love that exists between Christ and his bride. Okay? So, it's, it's, it's important that we understand this, even though there is this hierarchy, even though uh, that um, that this represents how Christ and the church relates, and then the fact that the man and woman are of the same worth before God, the issue of how the man and the woman are wired still plays a role in the issue of submission. So you see, respect is said to be the greatest need of every man. It's just the way the man is. And love, affection, is what the woman wants more than anything. So who gives it? Who receives it? Just both ways. It just should just work both ways. Known is designed to just be one-sided. Okay. Um... Let me see. In the next episode, we'll discuss further on how a husband must manage his leadership role in marriage, using that leadership role to 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 love, to show the love as his own submission um, responsibility. Okay, and then the next one we talk about. How a woman should submit from biblical perspectives. Okay, I believe that these points are helpful. I see your marriage enjoying bliss and better intimacy. Bye for now.